From the heart of Rune Terror, this is League of Legends Radio with your host, Ponderous Sea Lion. Hello, Summoners, and welcome back to League of Legends Radio. I'm your host, Ponderous Sea Lion. That's me, the Ponderous Sea Lion. It's really me. In the flesh, on the internet. Anyways, um, we have a good episode for you guys. It's, um, it's lit, as the kids say. <laughs> uh, man. Hope you guys enjoy it. It is primarily dealing with something that can improve uh, your laning or your jungling. It actually helps everyone. Yay! Not a jungler-centric episode. We need more of those, honestly. I <laughs> uh, hope you guys enjoy. Hey, guys. So, this week I wanted to touch on a topic that really is it shouldn't be something that is contended but for whatever reason especially at lower elos you know where people don't really know as much about the game and should really not be questioning what high elo players do but you know whatever none of my business it's something that should almost always be done in most cases especially like i said at lower elo because people don't understand wave control as well and it's if you get a successful gank in I'd say about four and five cases. So four out of every five successful ganks where you get them to back or you kill the enemy player, you should push in the wave. Now, the times that you don't want to, just to cover those, uh, laning in League of Legends is extremely detailed and complex and not something that I can cover in 15 minutes, but... As just a, some general rules for it, if the laner is extremely behind, then you don't typically want to push in the lane because it can often leave, after the lane's been pushed, and it can often leave uh, the lane in an unfortunate position, or if you know the enemy t- is going to teleport back to lane. Those are probably the two times, so if your laner's massively behind, it's not always the best. You want to keep the wave under their turret where they're safer, you know, unless it's some bullshit like Renekton, Nidalee on the enemy team that's just going to continuously dive them, in which case they should just roam the map because they're fucked at that point. <laughs> but um, besides those two scenarios, it's almost always, almost always better to push the lanes. Just because if you don't push the lanes, you're giving up so much control that you could have had. It, when you push the lanes, what you're doing is forcing the enemy to make a choice. Um, and that choice is, do I want to miss more minions to go do something else on the map? Or do I, do I want to rush back to my lane as quickly as possible and get the minions? And early on in the game, you know, typically people aren't going to be roaming as much. And so they're always going to go back to their lane, but it's, they're going to miss minions regardless if you push the turret under tower, because every minion that dies to the turret is a minion that isn't giving them any gold and typically isn't giving them any experience unless they've just gotten back to lane but aren't in range to CS the minion. That's putting the enemy behind. And you, remember, you already put them behind by sending them back to their base. That's already putting them behind. This is just a way to get them more behind. And 
the most common objection that people have to this, and typically, I'm actually, you know, a lot of the times I pick on you guys if you're lower elo, say that you don't know very much about the game and stuff like that, even though there are some really knowledgeable players that are in low elo, but just as a general rule, it's typically not the case. But people who actually watch streams and actually try to improve typically know that you want to push the lane in in most cases because it's something that's constantly preached by low elo or by high elo players i mean it's something that is always said like yes push the lane in it's going to be super helpful <laughs> to do that and it's going to put the enemy behind and you have no idea the impact that this can have especially if you're playing a laner or a jungler if you're playing jungle or if you're playing a laner with solid wave clear like every time that I gank as ye whether I get the kill or not I almost always push the lane in when the if if we get the enemy to back and I don't do it night blue 3 style if I think that I can if we can get the lane under their uh sorry I'm kind of not talking I'm not speaking clearly right now. Um, if I get the kill, and I think that we can push the lane in before they get back, then I'll try to give my laner as much of the CS as possible. But if they get the kill, or if I think that there's any chance of them getting back in time to get any of the minions, then I'm just pushing the lane. I'm just alpha striking it and going. And you're going to get flamed, and you're going to get spam pinged the question mark and the back off ping, and that's going to happen. And, you know, every once in a blue moon, somebody's going to rage quit because you do it. It's it's almost as ridiculous as being yelled at for kill stealing. And kill stealing... Let me just go off on a tangent, as I often do. The reason that kill stealing is almost always stupid is because if you get a kill, you get 300 gold. Say there's no bounty on their head just for simple math. You get 300 gold for a kill. Well, that's great. Well... If you get an assist for a kill, you get 150 gold. So that means that the person that helped you out or and actually got the final blow gets 150 gold too, right? No, wrong. That person still gets 300 gold. So your team essentially gets 150 extra gold because more guy it took more guys to take down the enemy team, team player. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm not really sure why it is that way, but I guess it splitting uh gold between that many people they, that's why they changed the first blood bounty to be 400 gold for the killer because before it was kind of not you wouldn't be able to buy anything with the the bounty that first blood got and so it was kind of useless if you got it say before minions spawned and you would just have like 175 gold and you can't buy anything except for a couple extra potions with that so they changed it and but that's the way that all kills work is the killer gets 300 gold you know unless that's just assuming everyone's got fairly neutral score no bounties um and they haven't been killed a bunch of times and you know when you get killed a bunch of times in a row your bounty is worth less and less and eventually you're worth no gold and that's why split pushing Trindamir is a pain in the ass because you get the equivalent of a cannon minion for killing him <laughs> and if you leave him alone for two minutes your entire lane is gone so that's why Trindamir can be a pain in the ass even when he's feeding his ass off, because you get almost nothing for killing him. It's all preventative, which kind of sucks when you're ahead. Anyways, uh, that aside, <laughs> that lovely tangent of mine aside, when you get flamed for pushing out a lane, just ignore them. 
and you guys, if you've played a lot of solo queue, you know to ignore people. You should know that they're stupid by now, and you should know that pretty much everyone you run into is going to be a moron, and that's okay. And one thing that I will say is that it's not your job to educate them. So I, I used to, and still sometimes I do take it upon myself to teach the people in my game, or at least, you know, not take their shit, because the way, I used to just be nice to everyone all the time, and I think if winning is super important to you, then that's probably the the way to go is to be nice to people and almost all the time. The reason that I haven't is because winning has, like I said, I, I don't care as much about my rank anymore. I don't care as much about being diamond or about climbing or any of that stuff. I've barely even been playing League recently. But I one thing that I don't want to do is take people's shit anymore in this game. And I'm not toxic and I don't flame anyone. I, I, I've said that I used to flame people and I used to be a dick and I'm not anymore. Um, I can honestly say, but if somebody, especially in normal games, I swear to God, the next time that someone says that I'm boosted in a normal game, I'm going to fucking kill them. But <laughs> I, I just kind of stand my ground now. So if someone gets mad at me for stealing their kill, like that was happening on my Smurf a couple days ago. And I was like, Oh geez. Playing on a low-level account is really funny because it's you can tell it's full of like bronze and silver players who want to feel like tough guys, and then when they get their asses kicked by someone else who's smurfing in the level five or six game or whatever it is, it's kind of funny. But um, anyways, that's just something that I found entertaining because I don't I don't like that you know I kind of ruin games a little bit at low elo by playing in them, but. There's no other way to get an account besides buying one, which was probably leveled by a bot, which was ruining games that way. So it's, which way do you want to ruin games? Do you want to ruin games by one team being disadvantaged heavily by a bot? Or do you want to ruin games by your team being heavily advantaged and <coughs> crushing the enemy and crushing all the new players? Which one, which one do you want? Because that's currently the only way to get a level 30 account. Bing. Lovely. I love it. Um, yeah, so if you get yelled at for taking someone's CS or for pushing their lane, and it's not one of those situations, and there are a, it's a little bit more nuanced than that, I'll say, but those, I said four and five times you want to push it out, and then of those four and five, I'd say about four and five of those cases, it's just going to be your standard... Um, whatchamacallit, your standard, uh, the reasons that I talked about at the beginning, you know what I mean, the, um, wow, I'm really drawing a blank here, that's actually super annoying, <laughs> it's if they have teleport, or if they, um, will get back to lane in time, that's when you don't want to necessarily, or if your lane are super behind, then you don't necessarily want to push it out, and besides those exceptions, which are the case, like I said, four and five times, you're going to want to push it out. And then of those, that one in five times that you don't want to push it out, four and five times, it's going to be for one of those reasons. So you do the math pretty much all the time. It's almost, almost every scenario falls under that little umbrella that I just laid out. And you don't really have to um, argue with them about it. And it just, just do it. 
don't listen to what they say. They're going to tell you some bullshit like, ah, this is my minions, blah, blah, blah. This is just the slightly more intelligent version of KS and people saying, oh, no, you're KSing me. I hate you. No, that's that's not the way it is. And you don't have to justify yourself to anyone when you're doing things that are best for the team. Um, Just not just not necessary. <laughs> you don't have to do that. And uh, I, I, I think that something that I've noticed the more that I've played this game is that people are just wrong almost all the time. Almost nobody knows what they're doing in this game. And everybody's right sometimes, but everybody's wrong sometimes. Even, even me, shockingly, if you can believe that. But I don't know. Like I have some opinions that go against what that have gone against a lot of what pros say. Like when I said Lucian was a super overrated champion, there are a ton of pro players that would disagree with me on that. And you know, their opinion is you know more valid than mine, for sure. But doesn't mean that everyone's not entitled to their opinion. It's just how much. How much weight is going to be behind somebody's opinion? And I like to think there's a decent amount behind mine. I like to li- I like to think that at least some of you guys uh, care to listen to me. But you know, if you don't, then it's all good. You won't uh, offend me necessarily. But uh, just act like I'm the smartest guy in the world to my face, and everything will be good. You know, you know how it is. Just tell me I'm pretty, please. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, as far as pushing your lane out, it's just one of the simplest things that you can do. And if your laner gets pissy at you, which a lot of them will, that happens less as you climb the ladder, but a lot of them, especially in silver, fuck silver. <laughs> silver is the second worst elo to be in, in my opinion. I would say it goes... Mm, an amount that for amount that I enjoy it in each tier, it's like for the the worst is by far platinum, then silver, then diamond, then bronze, then gold. I honestly like gold the most. Like gold, I could live in gold and I'd be happy because gold is everybody that I've played with has been pretty easy to deal with, and all the players are. It, they're still easy to take advantage of and destroy, but at the same time, they kind of know that they suck. So it's like it's this really weird thing where they lose, but not because of ego, <laughs> uh, which is what where 90% of losses in the league come from is just ego or complete cluelessness. It's almost always one of those, except for in gold. Gold is kind of different and weird, at least every time that I've been there. And that's obviously not the case all the time. And... There are flamers and idiots in every elo, but I like gold the most, and it's where I've had the least trouble to climb out of. Like, for me, silver's harder to get out of than gold. Like, I can get out of gold in a week. Silver is more difficult because the players are worse, but they're also harder to work with. And I work well with a team that's willing to listen to me and do what I say. And because gold players, the majority of them are so unconfident in their abilities, they just go... They just naturally gravitate to any leader that emerges on the team. And when people do what I want them to and everyone does what I want them to simultaneously, I can usually win games off of that. And that's why I love gold so much. But um, that has something to do with uh, wave control, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Gold players don't complain about wave control as much or about you pushing their lane in when you're a jungler. And um, just just do that, guys. I mean, seriously, it's 
a great way to set the enemy behind. And it's not necessarily tangible and it doesn't feel super impactful all the time, but I, I don't know. It's just a really easy way to do it. And if you're the laner and you think that you should push it in, start spam pinging your wave because that's the only time that I tolerate spam pinging is if it, I'm the jungler and I'm walking away from a lane because I was just going to give them the CS and then they start pinging me to push it in and I'm like, okay, sure, I'll take the free farming experience. Why not? <laughs> I actually, I love that when I'm the jungler and they do that. And it's so great. And I'm like, yes, thank you so much. I have never been happier to be spam pinged in my life. So don't be afraid to uh, take charge and tell people what to do. And if again, if they yell at you, they call you an idiot. If they say you don't know what you're doing, as long as you weren't doing it at a bad time, which you're going to make mistakes on it. I've made huge mistakes before with wave control, but don't let it bog you down too much. And you'll kind of learn as you play more league when you should and when you shouldn't. As long as you follow my basic rules, you'll be okay almost every time. So, <sighs> all right, guys. Um, like I said, this is just a little thing and it should help you out a, a decent amount. So as long as you remember to do it, and know how to apply it. I think it's a great tool, very simple to execute, and just a good skill to have and to know. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that just about wraps it up for another episode of League of Legends Radio. Can't believe it's already been 64. That is a lot of episodes. Um, so quick thing, uh, a lot of you guys have left four-star reviews, or four-star reviews, five-star reviews. <laughs> And uh, I'm grateful for that. And um, it would really mean a lot to me if a few more of you guys would consider leaving those five-star reviews uh, as those, like I said, they do help and they do make it more likely that when you search League of Legends that League of Legends Radio is going to come up and it does help more people, you know, find me and get to listen to it. So, um if that's something that you wouldn't mind doing, it takes like one or two minutes, and it really does help. So if a couple of you guys wouldn't mind doing that, that would be awesome. And uh, time to thank my patrons again. Uh, so we've got Russell Waters, uh, who actually doubled his um, his uh, pledge to $20. I don't even have anything in the $20 bracket, but now I feel like the pressure is on to... Uh, <laughs> to make something at the $20 bracket, but thank you so much to Russell. Uh, I've got a new patron, uh, Isaac. Thank you so much, Isaac. We've actually played a few games together before, and uh, grateful to him as well for uh, pledging. And I've also got Jay Mason. And remember, guys, um, just a $5 pledge per month gets you an extra episode of League of Legends Radio. And if you do that... um. Before then, of this, the end of this month, which gives you like two days, <laughs> then um, I'll send you your first extra episode, uh, hopefully on the first or second of every month is what I'm thinking, because Patreon, the way that it looks for me, like I've had this for less than a month, so still kind of um, not entirely sure how it works, but uh, the way that it looks is that I it uh processes people's cards or whatever on the first of every month so once i check make sure that you know everything's gone smoothly which i'm sure it will then i will send out the uh via email i'll send out the new um 
the new episode and all the instructions for that are on my Patreon. If you just want to visit that, the link is in the description box thingy. It's not YouTube, so I guess it's not really a box, but you know where to find it. Whatever. Patreon.com slash Ponderous Sea Line. Pretty standard. All right, guys. As always, thank you so much for listening. Um, and you guys should play League with me sometimes. I, I, Like I said, Ranked doesn't really excite me the way that it used to. And I haven't been playing League in general recently. Um, just been kind of occupied with other activities, so... If uh, one thing that I do still like is talking to you guys and playing games with you. So if um, if that sounds interesting, you can go ahead and hit me up whenever and you can always add me on my account and I'll I'll play with you if I'm around. So thank you guys for listening. I'm Ponder Line, and I'll catch you on the flippity flop. This has been League of Legends Radio.